As a disclaimer, Monsterfuckers Anonymous is indeed about wanting to love and have sex with monsters, but we want to make things extremely clear from the get-go. The monsters we will be selecting will be sentient and able to consent. Not all of the chosen monsters will be sapient, but we will not be endorsing zoophilia or bestiality. Anthropologically, monsters all around the world and media representations of them have had many racial and sociological implications. We will be as transparent and ethical as possible, while also sex positive and mostly having fun. Monsters. Creatures feared all around the world in folklore and myths. Terrifying beings such as the fiendish and frightening fae, demonic devils, sultry sirens, hazardous harpies, and countless chaotic creatures coming from crevices of every continent. As long as stories have existed, there's been one pressing question that has remained unanswered by scholars for generations. One powerful thought that has plagued our minds for millennia. Can we fuck these monsters? That is what we're here to find out today. Welcome to Monsterfuckers Anonymous. And all to another fantastic, wonderful, excellent, amazing, stupendous, spectacular episode of MFA, aka Monsterfuckers Anonymous, a show where we talk about monsters and we give them numerical values for how well you should have sex with them. I, as always, am your creative creature consultant cleric here to make weird scenarios and get bullied on the internet. And with me, as always, my co-host, the wind beneath my wings, my main bullier, the one I talk to my therapist about almost daily, is our technical analyst, Joe. You go to therapy every day? I have how many much, issues. How much money do you have? <laughs> uh, what, what's your insurance like? My insurance is 1-800-IT'S-TOTALLY-REAL, and my therapist is actually every Discord call I jump into. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, you guys know the name of the game of the show, which is MFA. Uh, fun, a little bit of business as we always start off these episodes. You know how MFA works. We talk about monsters. We give them scales. And then we see either if me or Joe win every day. Uh, and it really does put a strain on our friendship, this show. Every time. <sighs> But some front of house stuff, you can find MFA on a whole bunch of new platforms, including Podchaser, where there's now reviews available, and we'd really like to see some written reviews for the show. That way uh, we know if we're doing good, what you would like to see in the future, and also just make, make us feel good. And if there's some really good reviews, we might read them off on the show. Two is that we have a Kofi that will really help support the show. Uh, it's how we pay editors. It's how we pay Ribby, our artist, how Kez, our editor, and if you do donate, there are rewards. There are milestones. Yeah, if we reach certain uh, milestones, we're going to do certain things, like a drunk episode, maybe doing live streams, maybe play some dating sims on stream. Uh, a lot of things to do, uh, so please check us out at Kofi at Monster Lover Pod. So, with that out of the way, oh, that was a real quick spiel. I got that real out of here, so we can just like jump into the episode. I'm so good. Uh, but Joe, do you want to let the people know what we're talking about today? Have you ever wanted to fuck your TV? Have you ever wanted to stick your dick in a PlayStation 5? Have you ever looked at one of those? Uh, does anyone remember Donbrew or Galbrew uh, or like ZeroChan.net where there would be personifications of like plugs and outlets and they would be fucking each other? We're talking about robots. What the fuck was that? What the actual fuck was that? Genuinely. I, you know what? This, this, I, this episode might be too much for just me. This episode might, you've already started off on an energy. It might be too much for me. I just, we might have to cancel it unless we have a, oh, holy shit. Wait a second. Is it a Terminator 2 style entrance or something, a giant crater in a, in a, in a portal is opened up in front of me? Who is emerging? Is that artist extraordinaire sore bunny? Tiny penis. Oh. <laughs> I'm like accepting it really big and I have, I'm holding like really big guns. Uh, Kez, or during that entire like time, a, I want sci-fi music playing like, <laughs> intensely. You're like a two-inch tall, like, rabbit. <laughs> yes! For today's episode on robots, we have our friend Soren here to join us to talk all things mechanical, AI, and robotic. Hey, hello, hello. Uh, my name is Soren, and I've been a fan of the podcast since it started up. Uh, my Twitter is at SoreBunny, like Pokemon Score Bunny without the C. And I dabble in a lot of hobbies, such as art, music, and streaming. And also, 
I, I like robots. I think they're neat, so I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad. When you suggested a robot episode, I think we were all very excited to talk about robots. <laughs> Actually, I'll say that. I was excited to talk about robots. Joe was like, uh? Okay, the thing is, is that I really like other people's robot OCs, mm-hmm. but, like, I can't just bring up someone's just like some person's robot OC like imagine if I came with about my robot OC with all the stuff that (laughs) I decided would be good hey uh here's my toaster it's my favorite robot I I kiss it every day it's so cute I drew a little smile face on it my my robot's the littlest toaster (laughs) everybody actually one of the first monsters ever ready today is the littlest toaster um anyway 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 uh, as you guys know how the show works, I bring a monster, our, our Joe brings a monster, and now that we have a guest, our guest will bring a monster. So uh, it'll be three monsters that we talk about. We're going to see which one of us brought the best to the table, and we're just going to get a, have a real good horny time. We re- You guys ready to jump in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my uh, cleric win arc is still going on, so let's see if I bring another win to the table, because I'm bringing one of my favorite game series of all time, one of my like top three. And that is, in Mass Effect, the artificial intelligent Geth. The Geth are a race of networked artificial intelligence that reside beyond the Perseus Vale. They were created by the Quarians as laborers and tools of war. Eventually, the Geth became sentient and questioned their masters, which prompted the Quarians to try and eliminate their creation. The resulting war led to the Geth's freedom and the Quarians' exile. The Geth now serve as an example to the galaxy of the dangers or potential of artificial intelligence. I just think they're neat. I just think they're real, real neat. So with the Geth, it's a very interesting thing with them is that one is that they're less body. They have robot bodies. Their bodies are completely organ- or, uh, synthetic, but they're their bodies are more just like mobile units and they'll tell you that in game they're like just mobile units that house the art like the collective intelligent of the geth like the geth technically have no individuality they don't believe in individuality kind of like each geth is an individual artificial like intelligence that is linked to the greater artificial intelligence which is like this big, massive thing. So they're technically like all make a collective decision. So technically, every time you have sex with it, it's a gangbang. Why did you say that? Why did you have to end it with that? Well, because, you know, So you not only have like the robotic sort of fantasy, you also have the hive mind sort of thing. Yeah, that's actually the best way to put it. It's a hive mind situation. And so, like, there's swarm. The I I saw uh, someone describe it on like a wiki. It's like a swarm intelligence. So, like, if you meet a geth, it's like a swarm of them are what finds you hot. So that swarm will be like a swarm, which could be a cluster of like 400 of them, or be like, "Damn, mama, you look good," and then try to smack me on the ass, you know? Okay. While the, yeah. the collective rest of them are like, "That's disgusting, heretic." <laughs> it's looking like um, so they. Do not value individuality. Obviously, they are no. a collective group. No. Uh, they cannot lie. They cannot they lie. Cannot, they cannot manipulate either. Mm-hmm. The the one thing is is that there's no such thing as privacy. No. With the geth, they will look at you while pooping. Oh, uh, <laughs> they're a, they're a cat. They're like yeah. A, a, they're, yeah. I mean, they'll protect you. They're loyal. Mm-hmm. What's what's there to what's there to lose you know exactly and sure you probably have to sell them and why you're valuable to them uh but at any point as long as you can sell it <laughs> as long as you can sell it well no as long as you can like because i i will bring up the downside of the geth like you said they cannot lie and they're also not individualistic which means you have to in in a point of the game which i think is interesting to bring up in a sexy scenario is they have to come to a decision, and it has to be majority rules. How I picture it is like if you got into an argument with your geth lover, which is just like, hey, blah, 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 uh, I want to eat like this. I want to eat like pineapple on pizza. And they're like, that is the most ineffective way to eat pizza. You should get it with a fork and knife and stuff it in your mouth. And like, well, I think it's we should get this. Like, well, all 1,000 of me say you're wrong. So majority rules, I win. So they can disagree with each other, though. Yes. They technically are each... They have like all 
their information and each processes that information differently and brings that argument to the majority. And thus the majority then decides. And then once that majority is taken, they all agree instantaneously if that's the best course of action. Are you bringing the geth to us as an individual geth or like a group of them? I mean, obviously they're like all high-minded together. Again, I think this is, allow me to paint a more, I think I've described them in general, and I think I'll go more into the, just the sexiness of what they bring to the table if they were a lover. Um, and I think I stated it earlier to Soren's dismay. Um, this is a gangbang option with. <laughs> no, this so is. So, Soren, how do we feel about gangbang? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you, don't, you don't gotta answer. <laughs> As a polyamorous individual? I'm not. I'm not against it entirely. Definitely not against. I. I think this is actually a good point for polyamory because it's not. You're not getting one person. You're getting the entire collective of the Geth consciousness. So this would be like a polyamorous. Poly, this is like you're. I would say you're getting with an entire society, with different mobile unit boasts. So say you wear out your one unit, you can another one just comes in. Is like I'm good to go. And if by wear out I mean you ride it so well it breaks. Um. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They don't feel pain, though. No! No, they don't. No, the reason I was so hesitant is because uh, they're one of the main enemies of the game, and I think Geth describes uh, Legion, the one Geth, is, it explains that they don't really die. They just hop from mobile unit to mobile unit, but eventually mm-hmm. they do kind of just, like, some of them are just like, I think it's my time, and they, like, dissipate into the great consciousness. What a blessing. What a blessing. We all... Just to be like, ayo, peace out. Yeah. <laughs> So this is a situation where you could be almost eternally protected, eternally uh, gangbanged, and eternally, like, like you're not really going to have to worry about this person dying necessarily in the same way of, like, loving a vampire or something. Yes, but also they have, like, these no, like, they have, it's basically, they are all housed in a giant fucking supercomputer. Like right. they have different supercomputer nodes. You break the supercomputer nodes, um, they lose processing power. And if that supercomputer node ever like shuts off completely, they technically shut off. Like everybody completely. needs a weakness. It's all good. But yeah, I think this would be again. I'll, I'll bring up the down another downside. They're very logical, so there won't be very much emotions involved in this. It's more like I logically think we should bang. And then, like, once the interaction is done, it's like, I logically, I, like, I've gotten what you need, you've gotten what we need, we move on, and you, you drift away. It immediately leaves. No questions. It would be, like, a one-night stand. The most efi- I think it would be the most efficient one-night stand. Because they'd knock on your door, we've done the research, here is a flower, here is chocolate, would you like to perform coitus? And you're like, yeah, okay. Take them to the bed. They, they jackhammer at home. This is so unattractive. They, um, do what, they do what you need to They do the logical steps to make, to get you off. And then mm-hmm. they're like, we've done it. And you're like, okay, uh, do you want to stay at Cuddles? Like, is that what you... Like, no. It's like, I've done what we need. And then just walk out. Okay, so sorry, let's go to your robot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... In, in the worst sense, that's what they be. They do in the games, spoilers for the games, but the game's been out since like 28, like 2008, grow up, is that in the, like in the third game, they, you can, uh, A, give them individual, there's an option where you can give them individual personalities where they no longer are tied to the collectivist uh, soul. They each can have their own individual personality. And then B, there's another option further into the game where you can meld all of the galaxy as synthetic and organic so then you can actually officially bang them because everything is synthetic and everything is organic. So you re- you forcefully rewrite everyone's DNA in the entire galaxy. Which sounds invasive. It is. Sure. It is. Now here's the thing. It is. There are no good options at the end of that game. It's. I love the series. It's no good options. Also, are there good options in this scenario? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean... <laughs> They're hot, they're slick, their armor it has this like kind of like vibe. They're, they're slick. They're slick, they're sleek, they're like they they look cool, okay? They just look cool. They do look cool. I'm very for them. Uh I think the concept of like a hive mind lover sounds very I think it'd be really interesting. I can't imagine it getting old very fast. I was thinking about um like in the good place how the it's like 
when you go up to the good place, the higher ups, they all they are like a collective hive mind and they can't like make decisions or, you know, they don't really have that individuality to um, distinguish which decision is better than the other. So I, I'm kind of getting that vibe here, too. And I don't I don't know if I could deal with that in like a long term relationship with the geth, you know, that I think that's actually a good example of it. You're either going to have the where the entire collective or a chunk of the collective is with you and want to do everything with you. Or I think it's the other part where it's like we've done the efficiency. Like I I have done the recommended cuddle time now and I move on. <laughs> we move on. We <laughs> We're done. <laughs> we move on. We are done with we are done. We will see you again at the recommended cuddle time next week. <laughs> this is very much a multi purpose sort of android lover like i'm thinking of um like what detroit become human could have been could have been like a legitimately interesting perspective on like a quote-unquote all-purpose android what else am i thinking i'm also thinking of like starstruck odyssey with sydney's character like what she was supposed to be that being said certainly there would be a couple issues if not only actually with, with starstruck odyssey i'll say probably not sydney but gnosis i won't, gnosis. Get, I won't get into more spoilers than that but uh, Gnosis, Gnosis is definitely more Geth than Sydney. For sure. So it'd be For like sure. bagging, bagging the infinite. Bagging the infinite. That's a very interesting concept. This is, it's just, yeah. Possibility. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like what else is there really to say? You well, get to, you, these people, these will they protect you. If honestly, if you're in like a higher position sort of thing and like you're like the sort of conversation of a, the problem of the power dynamic wouldn't really be relevant because they're all there's just so many of them that have do, had more experience than you in your life, even if you are considered a higher up. And you can have this like kind of cool moment where like you are beginning to foster the personality of a single guest, but you don't necessarily like take them away from their hive mind, but you also get them to like think for themselves a little. Um, and then you have sex with them. Um, and then you might have this cool mind link situation with the other. Yeah, there actually is a case. Cool. There is a case where you can mind link with them. But that was like a very rare incident. It was also in the game. But so there could be a possible where you go into the mind of where it is and they try and you could have like mind sex with an entire artificial intelligence. Uh, the problem is it also doesn't have a dick or like genitals at all. You don't need a dick. That it's ain't fun. no problem. That ain't True. no problem. You know, you can make your own. And that's the that's I think it's the moral of the show, really, is you don't need a dick. You don't need balls. You don't, you don't need, need a, a vagina. You don't need any of that shit. You just need your heart. And at least <laughs> You just need your mind and your mind penis and you link with the four hundred other Listen, we love mind penises here. Make sure your mind dog is big. Not your physical dog may be not be big, but your mind dog better be Mind dogs transcend gender, transcend everything, transcend all that. As long as you got a mind dog, I don't mind dog. And speaking of mind dog, possibility. <laughs> uh, two. What? <laughs> it's not very possible. First, I did not very possible. Soren, I want you to know, we sort of like covering their mouths, just like no in shock. <laughs> Because, okay, with two, here, here, here's all I'll explain it. One, the where the place that they're located is very far away, like in the galaxy. If, say, we were in the Mass Effect world, they are in one of the farthest galaxies away. Two, the Geth don't venture out of their galaxy. It's one of their main things. They stay in the galaxy that they're supposed to be in. Uh, three, even if you get into that galaxy, the home world that they're on is technically toxic. So two. Two. It's they're Two's so far good. away. They also have no interest in sex. It's only logic. Uh, there's no way to get to them. There's that. Well, I mean, like when you put it like that, it, yeah, it just makes it seem like they're harder to obtain their affection. I guess there's like thousands of them, though. Mm. Yeah. Could they not be on like other planets? They don't have. Any, they have no desire to venture outside. Some units do venture out to yeah. gather more technology. But it's very rare that they do that. Mo majority of the units stay in Galaxy. So if you're like a spacefarer, basically, is where yes. you're going to potentially get this type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's not a two for me. That's fine. It's like a 3.5 situation. 
We doing points now? We we've been doing points. We've been doing points. Who told me this? <laughs> when was this in the, the in the memo? In the, you gave grads again. I imagine you giving grads a nine point five in possibility. Oh fuck! I forgot that. <laughs> Which is crazy, by the way. Anyway, listen, we don't gotta revisit. We can revisit that at the, at the wrap up episode. Yeah, I would say like a three as well because like there there are a lot of them. I think on like the by chance that you do see them and there might be a spark, but yeah, it's still, it'd be kind of hard to obtain. Okay. I think two threes across the board, pretty solid. Uh, attractiveness based on their personality and their uh, appearance. Eight. There's like the, the, I love the design of the Geth. The Geth are so coolly designed. Like, They're the very robots. cool looking. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. got like the, the hood face with like the three little nodes on the top. And like all, for some reason, the Geth all get abs. The Geth designed their bodies with abs and like also an hourglass figure. It's, it blows my mind that they're like, I want to be cheeked up. Every, every Geth has to be cheeked up. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. They knew they, what they were doing. They, they looked at their fucking masters and were just like, actually. I mean, all Quarians are cheeked up, so I guess they I did take some. Like that. Yeah, they were like, oh, I want to get cheeked up. So yeah, I ate. They're all the only reason, the only two points I'm knocking off why this isn't a ten is because of their like collective like intelligence based pers- like personality. That's about it. Mm. I I think I've given a very irregular scale of eight to a good amount of monsters so i will i i agree with you cleric i do think that they're very sexy i will probably have to give them a seven in this case oh wow you've done such a big jump for you it's a big jump for you i was also gonna say seven because i I do agree their design is very good but that bright light if it like shines in your face while you're doing the do then it's like like you're blinded it's gonna hurt you don't find having a flashlight shoved right directly in your eyes while you're having sex is hot? What do you think? Oh, ow, ow, ow. Oh, oh, Joe, Joe just find a flashlight in all of our eyes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and you're right. You know, maybe yeah. I don't. I don't find that hot. That immediately was a boner killer. Dickless. Uh, dickless. Goes to audacity. How audacious it is to be with this monster. I'm gonna it's give it. It's not that. It's not that. It's not that audacious. What do you mean by that? Break it down. Why do you think it's not that audacious? Again, there's so many of them. Um, it's I don't find it that audacious to go after a hive mind. I mean, I guess it is sort of audacious in the way that, like, if the hive mind disagrees about you, that's like going to be a very intense conversation to have, one sided, your side. But like again, even the, I, even though they're not as accessible as you know, whatever, lots of other shit. If you're a space fearer, in this case, perhaps we are all, we, it's Soren, Cleric, and I are all Shepard. Uh, it's like, it's just the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, I feel like, I don't know, like, it's not like they are going out of their way to hurt you, or if you and them are already in situations where you are fighting together. It, I don't know. They're just dudes. <laughs> They're just dudes. There's dudes being dudes dudes that are actually made of a collective artificial intelligence that also beat the shit out of an entire uh, species. It's not a big deal. Four. Four. Oh, I was going to give it a five. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to give, I'm going to go six. Okay. Parental approval, whether our Christian immigrant parents uh, would approve. I think for... This is a this is a uh, a category that's been highly contested with uh, our audience a little bit, but also I think is very important. Uh, parental approval, I think we could rework for um, if our parents were in the universe that we're in. Like for this one, it would be Mass Effect. In the Mass Effect universe, I don't, I still don't think my parents would approve of me coming home with a Korean. Uh, no, with a, with absolutely a, not. With a Geth. It is a robot, the collective intelligence. And also, again, this, the perception of Geth of the galaxy are they are a plague that needs to be eliminated. So I think my parents, if they saw that, would uh, kick me out of the choke home. You. Choke me out, yeah. <laughs> they choke me out. My parents would – my dad would see me, open the door, see three flashlights in its face and just take <laughs> me and hold me up by my neck like as if I was a tiny child and just like jingle me. Jingle, okay. Jingle, like um, jingle, jingle my bells. Okay. 
very strange. Um, so, so what's your score? I didn't. Even, I forgot to give a number. <laughs> two. Just do it two. Oh shit, that's intense. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if my space parents were space space Christian and space immigrants. I yeah. I, again, if they're viewed as a plague, quote unquote. They're kind, and they're kind of also like servant robots. And my parents would be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, this is a sex toy. You brought home a walking sex toy." And I'd be like, "I love him." Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I Mommy think it pulses. To- I love him. I think it's it's not necessarily a two. It's like I think it would be a three though. Like it's not. I, it would definitely be on the lower side of mm. the like yes, maybe no situation. I feel like my space parents would be space racist. And yeah. Because, like, like, you said that they're, like, oppressed and they are kind of, like, looked down upon generally. So I, I would also like, give it a two. Yeah, space racism. Well, with that, all we got our, uh, over our we're scores. We're ending with that? Do, I mean, where else can I go with this space racism bit? It's, it's, can we stop bringing, here's a, here's a cleric plea. Please. Any game developers, any future TTRPG people, stop bringing racism into your fantasy worlds, please. It's annoying. It's dumb. It needs to stop. Please. I'm getting desperate. I'm on my knees. I'm begging. And while Cleric's on his knees, let's pause for math. So, for our overall scores for the Geth, uh, I got a 4.0. Joe, what'd you get? I got a 4.9, bitch. Okay, and Sorin, what did you get? I got a 4.3, whore. What the fuck is this energy here? <laughs> we were gone for two minutes. For the for the for all our scores ended up, we got an overall score of a 4.4. Which 4.4. Which, you know, isn't it's a little bit below average, but still not our worst ranked monster yet. So not the worst. Yeah. Our worst is 2.9. What was our worst monster again? Baphomet. <laughs> Where it belongs. Where he belongs. <laughs> but with that, I think that uh, elim- uh, we're done with the... What what alliteration should I do? The gonorrhea. Not gonorrhea. I'm sorry. The gonorrhea geth. All right, Joe. No, that's the one Joe wants to go with. So that's the one we're going. The gonorrhea geth. We're done with them. Soren, now that you... Now you know. Now we're done with the gonorrhea geth. Thanks to Joe. Uh, do you want to introduce the robot you've brought to the table here today? Yeah, let's go. All right, who you got? I got Kale from Valorant. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways. A robot from an alternate future. Kale was created by the humans of that time to fight back against the radiance that they were at war with. Using the power of polarized radionite, Kale proved effective with his ability to suppress enemy abilities, crippling his opponent's capacity to fight back, and securing him and his allies the ultimate edge. His most notable visual trait is the spaceplate that displays different images based on his emotions and the situation. While he is mostly made of metal, parts of his body have electricity and energy visible. Though he is a robot, Kale is not particularly devoid of human emotion. He has been known to make quips and sarcastic remarks while charging into battle, showing that he is more than just his program as a killing machine. I'm gonna stop this robot fucking dick. Oh my god, you both collectively, I want you to know, I want for for our listeners, I want to know how I would imagine it was Soren in my left, Joe in my right, just both being like so hot. It's like my (laughs) But you're right, he is hot. I'm looking at this image of him, but he's fucking he's fucking yoked. He's fucking sexy. He's yoked. Mm -hmm, He's yoked. He got his big titties. He's got big toes. Why you go for? Why'd you go for his toes? Why'd you? I go don't for- know. I looked at his feet. You got a feet oh. thing? No, I don't really. Joe likes feet. Um, what? Wait, would, it be, would it be a problem if I did? Listen, we don't kink shame on this show. We do. Oh we yeah, wait, we do. Then yeah, it would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, why, why, what? What brings you to KO? What? What brings? What brings this sexy robot to your attention? I don't know. It's like. I, I guess I have a thing for like characters without a face where it's like kind of masked or like an LED setup, like yes. Pog or something. But um, or like something. going into Valorant, uh, Kale was like one of my first mains, and like he's just so cool. Even his voice lines in the game are like, 
like super cool and um his name literally stands for kill all your opponents i I just think he's neat i just think he's neat Mm -hmm. i will say i agree with you with like i i love the idea of like a faceless character of like one without like uh expression or things like that it just like expresses with their body more or their voice i just like that's why in games like in most games i'm attracted to a character i'm attracted to play and also <laughs> to a character that is like armored up where i don't see the features of their face like with overwatch i was always into reinhardt because he was like a sexy daddy but he also his armor looked so fucking cool and like the face thing and this was the character i immediately think is hot i'm about to go full killer robot you've been warned that is is that an actual voice line this guy this guy says yeah someone missed a software update Okay, re- okay. For for our audience to to understand what just happened, uh, Joe is now just posting uh, posting like voice lines that Ko says, uh, and I'm curious. Can you read out some of them for us? Soren, do this with me. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, um, he has he has beef with uh, Raina, apparently. Yeah, because she's a radiant um, in that world, and so he's like programmed to kill her and stuff, and like she she <laughs> so she wait, does he's programmed robot to be ra- war crimes. He's, he's programmed for racism? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. No, 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 not racism. Because, like, radiants are, like, uh... They're like kind of, like... Occupation, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's classist. Oh, my... Well, yeah, yeah that's, that's my king. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Another Reyna, I killed her in the war. I'll kill her again. That is incredible. He's so badass. He's so cool. He's a war criminal. Yeah. We fucking talked about dragons and, like, princes of hell, so I think we're good. Well, no, you know, there are limits. I'm, I'm willing to bang the lord of hell, but a war crime is a war crime. Why, am I, the, why am I the one that think feels like I said something wrong said. here? Think about what you just said. I do! <laughs> Y'all hear something? Y'all hear something? Anyway. Anyway. Um, I think we just, I guess the Geneva Convention gets thrown out every time we jump in a call for this, huh? Yeah. Of course. We don't fuck these at the Geneva Convention. <laughs> so my thing, mm-hmm. I'm echoing everything that y'all are saying. I do love a Daft Punk looking ass uh, dude. Especially, I mean, just thinking about Daft Punk's design in general, it's just like robot heads in the LED screen and also just like a slick like outfit or like a really shapely body for whatever reason. KO is shaped like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> But in like the best way, and I, you gotta love a sarcastic, um, just like a, such a self-aware like robot android sort of dude. Um, yeah, like what's truly what's not to love about this robot? Well, okay, I I'm trying to think of like a scenario where it would, like where we'd be able to bang this robot. Um, Soren, do you have one in mind? Like, do you have like any? fanfic fantasies that you have of ko i mean <laughs> i don't know it's just like the face plate and just like like getting close to it and his body is like made of like energy so he's gonna be like all warm oh that's right he's fucking he's gonna electrocute your dick is that is true there is yeah. there is a line in the game where um if you have a brimstone on your team he says brimstone i'd hug you but it would kill you i'm serious no hugs so it would be kind of so we've eliminated uh, risky. we've eliminated physical intimacy right off the jump. No, I mean, no. what's specifically up with Brimstone? Oh, Brimstone's just a human. So again, we've eliminated physical intimacy right off the jump. Well, we can, I mean, not necessarily. Shocking is uh, shocking something. Yeah, that, sure. it is a kink somewhere. And there are so many fucking monsters that we have chosen where absolutely you probably would die if you tried to be anywhere near them we can make an accommodation here <laughs> we, mm-hmm, can, mm-hmm. we can figure it out okay let's make an accommodation let's make, accommodation. Let's make an accommodation i just okay my brain can't <laughs> if we're you going, don't no 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 here's, here's what i'm trying to say i'm trying to think of a scenario where if even if like they turned off the energy part of it physics like this is again I bring that for a reason. This is a war criminal. This is a war criminal whose only whose purpose is to eliminate a job class of people. How are you 
Joe, tell me, Joe and Soren, I want you to walk me through how you each would try to bang, how you would convince this robot. We're, we're jumping into possibility. I want you to know we're jumping into the scale right now. Is How can each of you convince this robot to let you hit it? Do you know how, Soren, um, our minds linking together right now? It would be probably easier to please or pleasure him in some capacity just thinking about like fucking cables going into his body or like going into like open circuitry or like wires or something like that and i am thinking about the like led screen on his face like um there would be probably clear communication about how he's feeling because he can just communicate with his face and also he has a voice it's fine and he could always like lower the energy or like yeah, yeah. He's like I mean, also like actively killing people in Valorant. So who's not to say that he could just like chill out when he's not killing people? Exactly. No. Okay. This does not make me feel better. <laughs> okay. But also, I we have a lot about his physically. Okay, physically, he's hot. Personality wise, all you've told me is this is a war criminal. This is an ROTC kid. No, you you've, we, you've described an ROTC kid. We've said more than that. Well, I guess I can, like, talk more about his, like, personality yeah. as well. He kind of, like, um, he, he's on, like, good terms with, like, his teammates and stuff. And he'll, like, be, like, all sarcastic with them. But, like, I guess in general, he kind of, like, his his ability is literally, like, suppressing enemies. And, like, he'll say that, too, in the game. And he, like, looks down on humans. And, like, he calls them fragile. But, um. That's hot. We are. Yeah, that, that's hot. That's true. Okay. That is hot. Because you, you can be his fragile human bitch. I say that as I would also be his fragile human bitch. I'd be like, coming, daddy. And I'd come follow him over. <laughs> um, but if he looks down on humans, that lowers possibility even more. I'm going to give this. I'm going to just throw out a number from what I've – with all the information you've given me, I'm throwing out a number four. Actually, no, I'll raise it up. I'll give it a five. I will give it a straight middle-of-the-road five. That's not – too dissimilar from what I was going to say because he's he's like actively fighting with other humans is the thing so it's not mm-hmm. like he can't cooperate yeah because I don't know if it's I, I don't know how far away it is from it is. the five <laughs> <laughs> um like I, I want to say like between a six and seven for whatever reason so we're doing po- we're doing point fives you want to do six point five Soren is what are you thinking like is it in terms of like physicality and location and accessible, like being able to obtain him in any capacity. Um, how possible mm. are you feeling? Uh, well, yeah, I was like worked with humans and like yeah, you know, like patch updates. Like <laughs> <laughs> you, you patch know? update the classism out of him. <laughs> no, I mean like like it will hurt, but that's fine. I, I do think there is. Like if he can suppress his enemies, who who's to say he can't suppress himself? And like, well, who's to say he can't make, suppress you in bed? Ba-bow. Suppress this dick. Oh, suppress these nuts. Suppress these <laughs> cool. nuts. <laughs> One per episode. Oh my god. But I I will give it a six because it does seem like it'll be hard to find a workaround like his energy if it's assumed to like kill. Or, like, to hurt others when they're close, but, I mean, yeah, just a six. I'll echo that. That makes sense, yeah. Okay, so, five, six, six. Uh, attractionist, ten out of ten. 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 Ten across the boards. Like, this, is our, this is our one ten, by the way, everyone. Yeah. This is our one ten that we're allowed to give. One left. Like, the one thing about his design, like, it's so good, but those pants are so ugly. Like <laughs> They are like, ugly so pants. Like, he's he's shirtless, I guess. Or he's wearing, like, a vest. Some sort of vest. He's he's wearing straight-up pants. Yeah, he's just... It's pants, but I, I just know he's packing shmeat. Shmeat. I just know it. I just know it. Oh, wait a second. Look at this. I'm looking... You're giving me the pants design now? Oh, yeah, no. He 100% packing shmeat down there. <laughs> yeah, you know the creator the, of KO was like... Juiciest I was like, I, I'm going to make the fucking most meanest robot that will fight our wars for us i'm gonna give him a fucking donger too <laughs> that one meme where it's like you think i'd make a robot you can't fuck <laughs> yes exactly yeah he's 100 percent packet because he, he's wearing pants okay this brings up the point he's wearing pants so he because he's wearing pants he knows he has to have modesty for something exactly 
So he's either packing the ju- the the thickest dong or the juiciest, juiciest pussy. <laughs> Thank you for finishing that. But yeah, I think that's actually the first ten out of ten for everybody. That's across like, the board. Yeah, this is the first time we've ever had like a collective ten out of ten. That's You're crazy. Welcome. That's crazy. Audacity! How audacious it is to be with this monster. I'm gonna give this a, a four. Uh, the reason being, it's oh. normally I would say I would rank this higher, but um, there is a giant energy crystal in this chest that prevents you from getting close to him. And unless he turns, unless he finds a way to turn it off, because it, it's implied by the by this voice line you mentioned, it's implied that he doesn't know how to turn it off or lower it at all. That's that's the implication there. So luckily, there there is an agent on the team that like makes robots and stuff. Killjoy, I, I bet. She can, she can help. Hey, Killjoy, I'm trying to suck KO's dick. <laughs> Do you mind, um, like, trying to turn down the energy? I'm trying to get his massive schmeter up in my business, you or know what I'm saying? give me some sort of, like, linked false genital situation. You want a linked flashlight? Yes. We, I think we all do. We all want that. Honestly, yeah. Uh, Adam and Eve, get on it. What awesome. did I, oh, I, I thought you meant, like, a biblical Adam <laughs> <laughs> God, it's like what get the fuck did they do? <laughs> Adam and Eve sponsor us, please. You said four. four. Yeah, yeah. Four makes sense to me. I'm giving this robot a three. Yeah, just because like the energy is kind of hard to work around, and he also like he is he is a bit racist against humans. By me, <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm glad we're all realizing this now. I'm glad that we're coming around. I, mean, I, I didn't know, but like I didn't think it was bad. Again, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? You... Uh, uh, anyways, parental acceptance. Listen, there is a, there is at least a fan out there that has slept with an actual racist. So who's <laughs> <laughs> better? Who's better? Who's better? Um, parental acceptance. Is your Valorant mommy, daddy, caretaker people going to Valorant accept this Valorussi? No, and I don't think they will accept that Valorussi. Um, because a again, I think I think it comes down to a he doesn't approve of humans, and b uh, the energy thing. So I'm gonna I I think my parents would have been cool with it if not for his own innate personality and physiology. So two. I'll give this a two again. God damn. I mean, that is pretty fair. I mm. feel like I could pass him off as a human from very far away. How does that work? How, how could, could give me exclusively, that scenario? Exclusive, exclusively phone calls, no video, no anything. Just, you know, we're just going to do, if we're ever on vacation, we're just going to do this very like back facing turned around selfies where we're like looking at, I don't know. The Eiffel Tower or something. It's just a lot of armor. It's, it's just a lot. It's just a big fucking guy. Um, and I can just say that he's like in a profession that uses a lot of guns. We'll say that he's in the military or something, which is not usually my go-to, but we can make it work. That being said, it'd be a four. Mm. I also gave KO a four because like, I mean, it is possible. He's kind of there to like protect humans but but like kill the the ones that are like kind of taking too much control so and we love that yeah yeah definitely but i mean it is a robot (laughs) (laughs) and this entire episode is (laughs) i i know but my parents yeah i don't this is this is a robot that will take care of me you know i don't know. know i don't know I really don't. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Let's pause for some math. All right. After doing some quick maths, uh, I got a 5.3. Soren, what did you get? I got a 5.8. And Jyothi? I got a 6. All right. With that, all our scores added up. KO gets a 5.7, which, again, is above average. I think that collective 10 across the board really raised this up. But again, that picture of him with pants convinced me that he has a smeter. Joe is fucking dying. 
It's so funny. Uh, but I think it's uh, I think that wraps up the Killer Ko uh, conversation. And now, Joe, uh, you have a, a robot you want to bring to the table. Now, for everyone in our audience, I want to make this clear: Joe has not told either Mirasorn what monster they're bringing to the table. We have no idea. They also have said that this will be a very quick conversation. So I'm worried as to what the context of that is, whether it's a collective yes, or I'm just going to say zeros across the board. I don't know. I'm scared. So Joe, Joe is cracking up. Joe is fucking cackling. So I'm scared. I think you like, sorry, I'm scared as well. I, am- I need, as we start this, oh, I need, no. I need the two of you to offer me guesses. Like one of each of you, just give me a guess. And then I'll tell you if it's. I won't. I won't necessarily tell you it's right or wrong. I'm going to drop a video, and uh, then we're all going to react to the video together. Okay. What so is this? Me, what are, what visual your, PowerPoint are you guesses. doing? Give me your guesses. Just one. One each. R two D two. Oh no! Um, sorry. Go. Go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was gonna say the the grandma robot with the big dump truck uh, oh. from robots. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's a, a video. A video. That's a movie full of robots. So that True. is very fair. Honestly, she's a hotter. I would give her a ten out of ten. She, she's a hottie. Oh, she's a hottie. Yeah. Uh, and my guess it will stay R two D two. Okay, so I'm not gonna tell you if either of those is right or wrong. What I am going to do is drop the link now. Okay. Again, audience, right. we don't know. We, this is not a bit. We just, we genuinely don't know what's happening right now. All right. Are you ready? No, clearly not. Are you ready? Say yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm opening this link now. Oh my God. It's, it's loading. There's a lot. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I've been talking. You, you dived. I, 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 I knew it. I knew it. My oh, com- my God. computer is. I I knew it. Oh I knew God. it. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this because I talked to Joe before this recording. I talked to Joe. I was like, "Oh, I was thinking of bringing this monster to the uh, this robot to the to the table." And Joe was like, "I don't know. I wouldn't really talk about that one." And you want to know what, what robot Joe brought to the table? It probably came through on my mic, but it's fucking C three PO. Joe brought C three PO to the table. So. Two things. Multiple things, honestly. First thing. So Zero. we all brought in we all brought in extremely prolific robots from three major sort of franchises. We got Mass Effect, we got Valorant. And someone had to say Star Wars. Because you didn't bring Transformers, Cleric, you pussied out and decided not to do Transformers. I'm <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Um all Transformers but, are hot. We're going to have a Transformers-specific episode. Transformers, all hot. This being said, I don't know a goddamn single thing about Star Wars. <laughs> I know that there's a Baby Yoda that's actually, like, 60 years old. I know that there's a sweet video about a Polynesian man receiving a hand-carved Mandalorian helmet. Super cool. Love that. Um, I, w- I want to paint a picture for the both of you and to the audience as well. Imagine that you are 10 to 12 years old. You're watching Cartoon Network. Great Alisle is Padme and Matt Lucas is Anakin. Very sexy voices. This, the entire Clone Wars animated show 2003, entirely too sexual. Um, Anakin and Padme go into a dark alley. They make out. Like, it's like audible kissing sounds. You're 10 to 12 years old. You're like, oh my god, I should be watching this. And then on top of just like being attracted to both of those voices and people kissing, C-3PO comes into the alley with like beautiful golden plating, new golden plating. And then the both of them are like, you are looking particularly more sexy, C-3PO. And C-3PO is just like, well, I gotta look good for where we're about to go. And then Anakin's just like, take your fucking clothes off. Let me see your fucking gold pussy and then <laughs> this is just verbatim verbatim by the way um and then c-3po has this incredibly eye mind opening gender fluid non-binary <laughs> like awakening where he takes the cloak off and it's just entire entirely shining gold plating and no dick 
just beautiful shining gold. Um, and that memory has stuck with me since those, since, since those, that last decade, every, every other day I think about this scene. Um, again, I don't know anything about Star Wars. All I know is that scene. Joe. So anyway, <laughs> um, Joe. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Bert? We've been, we're friends, right? No. Good. Just so I don't have to, I don't have to feel hesitant when I say this. Uh, this was I fucking hate that you showed me this. I fucking hate this with the conversation we're having. C three PO is the least sexiest character. So three so, PO ranks. C three PO ranks below Jabba the Hutt in have sexiness. Have you not? Well, I disagree. That's not true. That's absolutely. Um, 100%, how would you, you know? Not, you haven't seen Star Wars. I know who Jabba the fucking Hutt is. How would you know? C three PO in that scene. With a beautiful, sexy jazz music, it's 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 perfect. It's beautiful. It's art. Uh, I didn't even fucking do my sexy description, so hang on. <laughs> you, you know, we don't have to do this anymore. You've you've set this up enough. You've set this up enough. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you know, you're completely right. Um, I mean, we could just jump right into the. We could just jump zero. right into the scale. Oh. You can't give zeros. I don't you care. Give one. You can only give one one. So one for everything. Your first. You can't do that either. I don't care. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm just going to relinquish Actus from the scoring sheet. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers. Uh, all right, let's jump into this. Soren, how do you feel? I feel like I've, we've, I've just been shocked here. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I do agree that the gold plating and that scene in particular, like, the animators knew what they were doing. Um, it's It's not impossible <laughs> here's okay i'll take i'll take this episode seriously so like i will you will you finally <laughs> possibility c3po fucking sucks mm-hmm. he's honestly always on the millennium falcon he's part of the rebellion he's like mm-hmm. this bookish fucking nerd he probably uh, he's fussy. He's, he's fussy. worrisome. He's worrisome. He's a fucking loser. He probably looks he's a at loser. he probably looks at mayonnaise and thinks it's spicy, too. <laughs> he can't eat. But okay, he, he eat. looks at the concept of mayonnaise and thinks it's spicy. He looks at okay. books and he's afraid he's gonna open and get a paper cut. He fucking mm-hmm. um, smells like a like a fucking varnish store. I I don't mm-hmm. care. Too okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, he can speak... Hang on one second. He can speak a lot of languages. I will say that. He's a translation droid. He's a translation droid. He, he, he is fluent over six million forms of communication. Holy shit. So that possibility already goes up, like, so much. Um, obviously, it's not going to be the most possible... It's not going to be the most possible just because of certain fucking standards. It's Star Wars. Who knows? Again, it's like the space fair thing. Who knows? However, it's an eight because he's not a fighting droid necessarily. He did end up, I know he did end up accidentally uh, stumbling into a fight, uh, but he's literally like, what is it? A programming officer? Like, he's just like a dude. He's a commercial cargo motherfucker with a golden juicy pussy. So I hate this. I regret the show every day. This is a golden male wife. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like... True, he will be really, um, I guess, cautious about like like going into it. But I think with enough gentle reassurance, I I do think that it is possible. He's uh, let me let me. I'm gonna be so clear. He's annoying as fuck. He's so annoying. However, all right, with what you're saying, I will raise up my score. Oh, okay. From oh. a two to a three. Oh. Excellent. Oh, you know what? I'll be even fair. I'll I'll give it a four. I will give it a okay. four. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. Attractiveness. One. Nine. Five. Nine. Oh. Nine. Who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> the spectrum that we have going on. Soren, what number do you want to give? Let me. Let's go with that first. For attractiveness. For attractiveness. Yeah, five. Because, I, I, yeah, the gold plating is, is really hot, really sexy. It's just the face. Like, I, I don't think I can deal with that face. It's very, like, beady. And, you know, it's just, like, eyes that are unblinking. I don't know. I can't deal with the face, I don't think. But everything else, 
is yeah, trophy trophy wife. Okay. Okay. Joe. Cleric. Joe. Cleric. Joe. Donkey. Cleric. <laughs> Why do you want to give C3PO a nine? I want that golden android robot pussy. Just put a pussy on C3PO. And then it's it's perfect. He's great. He's a trophy wife. He's annoying as fuck. But then you fuck him. And then he's, you know, he just shuts the fuck up. <laughs> and that's great. I, you do have to love, not necessarily like a rivalry with him, but very much this kind of like love-hate situation of like, oh, we're in like, in whatever fucking context like in mass effect we're all spacefaring we experience the geth if we are all spacefarers if star wars was cleric joe and soren and c-3po um and that's it i guess um i am going to be flirting with that hot piece of shit all the time and he is probably the most animated personable robot so far that we have going on i mean ko arguably is like also very personable, but C-3PO has such a full range of emotions that Anakin just, like, just made in the desert with his mom or something. That might be wrong, but he's a, he's a feat. He's an incredible communication-based creature, and I want that... <laughs> I want that Russie. Robus. The Robus. <laughs> Do you have any other questions? No. Okay, great. You said one. Understandable. No problem. The quiet resignation from Cleric. <laughs> the acceptance. This is the best episode. No, this episode um, <laughs> Audacity. What do you uh, before I say my answer? Soren, what do you what are you gonna put? Let me what are you what number do you wanna give? Well, I just I'm not too familiar with Star Wars. Like the most experience I've had is playing the Lego Star Wars games for the Xbox, but um are like are robot human relationships like a common? Not really. I will say, oh. in what I know of Star Wars, like in the main Star Wars shows that I've seen, because uh, I used to watch, I'm caught up in all the Star Wars like movies and I watched all the Clone Wars uh, and things of that sort. But I'm not of like this. There's a whole big, a larger universe out there that I don't care about. Uh, I haven't, off the top of my head, I don't think so. Oh. Mm. I think I would give it a five. I, I think I would give C3PO a five. Um, because, yeah, yeah, human robot relationships aren't common, I think. But, um, but the animators knew what they were doing with that scene alone. They were. Also, Cleric, you were wrong. Uh, did oh. you ever watch Solo? Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I watched it in, like once and then tuned it out because it wasn't that good. There is a droid human emotional love fair. It won with who in that movie? Fucking Lando. Oh, Lando. Oh, yeah, Lando uh, Fox. Hold on, I'm putting it to a six, not wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that audacious. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Like everyone else might be like, oh, it's because, you know, oh, he's so fussy. Why do you want to get with him? But I think it's I think it's possible. Once you get in that <laughs> anything's possible. It's an eight. What are you choosing? What are you doing? You you can't even put two. Three. That's not correct, but whatever. It's not okay. Taking it's not just like whether or not you can finger blast this fucking robot. It's about like his personality and how audacious it is to get with him personally. First of all, like he is the right hand to the rebel leaders of like the star wars universe he's also again very fuzzy he doesn't view like i don't think he would ever view that you would have to really 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 work towards flirting with this robot which he probably would not appreciate any advances honestly i wouldn't if you told me that that robot was asexual i'd believe you if that was just like that's what's the sexuality that the robot chose i just don't feel like c3po the c3po that i know in my heart from the show is (laughs) is not banging in. I need you to know, I, I want everyone to realize what's happened here. Joe has once again done it where they have sucked all the energy out of my body like 
as as like like a like a fucking vampire. Kitsune. Kitsune. <laughs> I don't even know what to fucking say anymore. Okay, so three. <laughs> if my ass is on the rebel side of whatever the fuck, I'm gonna compliment C-3PO every day. I'm gonna say how great he looks. It's an eight. Parental acceptance. It's an eight. How? 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 It is, it is a well-studied man. He is, at the very least, K.O. is like 10 feet tall. C-3PO is like at a human height. He's made with every intention to be able to communicate with anyone. Someone that is even able to translate and maybe even help me learn Korean so that my parents love me a little bit more. I I think... It's fairly possible. It, we would still have to go through this whole thing where I have to get my parents to just never look at his face. It's like you're bringing home in a calculator. It's like you're just like, hey, this is what I use. This is my calculator that helps me do math. I also stick my dick in it sometimes. It's like, oh, what? I mean, honestly, if I had a relationship with Zuthiprio in college when I was failing math three times, my parents would be like, fucking finally, you have someone that can actually help you. I'm just going to give this a five and move on. I'm just... Okay. Soren, what do you think? I gave it. I gave him a seven. Because <laughs> he's comparably better in terms of the gut than Kale. This is this is a robot that would tell your parents, "I'll have them home by nine p.m." You're, <laughs> I, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. It's a robot that would say, "Good morning, sir. I'll have them home. I'll have them home by five a.m. Uh, by." Like 5 a.m. 5 p.m. No, not that. I'll have them home by 5 p.m. It's like it's three o'clock. It's only two hours. Like, don't worry. I'll have them home by 4:30. 30 minutes before, and we will be inside your door. Uh, don't worry. There will be we we are gonna be using this pole, and we will stay 10 feet apart, and we'll be talking through walkie-talkie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't worry. Don't worry, sir. That's that's the C3PO I know. The C3PO I know is the definition of of cuck. And then we we tell our parents that, and then we fuck the shit out of C-3PO, and then we can cuck C-3PO because that'd be fine. For Okay, now I'm feeling bad for C-3PO because you're cucking in front of you him. You are cucking him? Why are you cucking? What? <laughs> Why are you cucking C-3PO? I'm done with this conversation. I... I'm not saying... Why is cucking a bad thing? Polyamory, compersion... Our overall scores. Um, so for our overall scores for C3PO, which stands for Cock 3 Pussy Orgasm. That's not what um, it stands for. You know it's not cleric, what it stands for. Claire got a 3.3, wrong. I got an 8.3, and Soren got a 6, so that leaves our overall score for C3PO 5.9. Altogether, for the entire episode, thank you, Soren, so much for being here. Um, going down the list, third place, uh, Cleric's Glageth. We have a 4.4 for KO. That is a 5.7. Again, that was Soren's pick. And then for me, the winner of this episode is C3PO with a 5.9. Cleric, how did we let this happen? <laughs> I didn't, I wanted to say I didn't let this happen. Oh. I don't let things happen on this show. Things just happen around me. I'm like, I hit, what happens uh, for everyone to pull back the curtain? I hit the record. I'm like, everybody, let's meet at this time. I hit the record button. And then everything after that is a fever dream. I have no idea. I have no recollection of what happens. <sighs> okay, great. <laughs> I will say, uh, first of all, I want to say this episode has been a lot of fun. Uh, Soren, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, is there anything that you would like to shout out? Any closing thoughts you'd like to give? Oh, I'm just, I'm really glad you guys had me for the episode. It was so much fun. And, um, not anything to shout out. I am just glad to share the, my love for robots and embracing the, <laughs> the robotic furry, my, my worry side, you could say. <laughs> Thank you for having me. We love to have you. Uh, Joe, what are your closing thoughts? Robussy. And for me, my closing thoughts here, you know, I, 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 sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some, and sometimes we have to get ready to bow down real low and lick the feet of our robot oppressors. AI will eventually take us, so we must be ready to take it 
to the bedroom. All right, everybody, have a good day, and make sure to kiss your Alexa. Oh. All right. Turn that shit off, actually. Uh, <laughs> privacy is not a thing anymore. We're always being surveilled. Lick your Alexa. Um, give it a little smooch. Give you a little robotic, your robotic kiss. Yeah, smooch. Alexa, stop having a smooch. Give it a smooch. Give it a smooch. Bye. Bye. Bye.